Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Common Sense Show. My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host, and we're the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. We have a familiar guest on, Jamie Walden. You're all familiar with Jamie. He appears on both our radio show or podcast and also on our TV show at the Common Sense Show TV, which is growing in popularity, and we encourage you to go over there and check it out. And we're going to be talking about some hot topics of the day. And everybody thinks Red Dawn, oh, that's just Hollywood nonsense, Dave. Don't Why do you waste your time even talking about it? That's going to be one of our starting points in today's discussion, and we're going to branch into other things. But before we join Jamie, we've got to take care of some business. Number one, the business we've got to take care of is uh, saving your wealth and saving your life. Those are the two biggest things right now. One, we can help you with storable food. And if you wait until you depend on the government, I can't guarantee the outcome. I can't guarantee any outcome, but you can improve your odds by having your own storable food. And I'm not going to go into detail this morning. I'm just going to say this. If you go to preparewithdave.com, you'll see that there's a stale, they're still special, they haven't raised prices, and all the advantages to their storable food. And they're one of the few that's still in business that's not sold out to the government or succumb to the economic pressures. So go to preparewithdave.com. Also, if uh, the grid goes down, you're going to need water filtration because you'll be scavenging for water. And you'll probably be successful in finding it as long as you can protect it. But you have to have the right filter. And the Alexa Pro water filter is one of the best, if not the best. The research is there at waterwithdave.com. They, too, have not raised prices. They, too, have a special. And we recommend one filter for each family because volume collection is going to be an issue. And don't forget to factor in safety once you have your filters. You can go to waterwithdave.com. So you've got the food. Prepare with Dave. Dave.com. We got the water, waterwithdave.com. Particularly if you believe there's going to be a grid down scenario, this is not an option. And then finally, if you have a nest egg to protect, and about six out of ten Americans have a nest egg to protect. If you do not buy food, ignore what I'm going to tell you here. But I've been a customer of Noble Gold for about four years. Before that, I was just an advertiser. And what they have done is they have diversified my portfolio. They've gotten me out of the way primarily of the encroaching and engulfing digital currency that's coming called the Fed coin. They might call it something different by the time they bring it out. But I am largely outside the system 
them as much as one can be so I know I'm going to have a little softer landing although we will take hits they also can protect your IRA and they can protect your 401k let them tell you how Uh, they have the best customer service out there give them a call at 877-646-5347 that's 877-646-5347 or gold before late Dot com. That's goldbeforelate.com. Well, Jamie Walden's uh, a jack of all public service traits. Uh, he's been uh, law LEO, law enforcement agent. He's been uh, at the front lines of uh, marine combat in uh, I- Iraq. He's uh, uh, done paramedic services. Uh, and I know I'm leaving out a whole host of things. But if you want to talk to someone who knows what it's like to survive in challenging environments, I can think of two people that come to mind. One is Bob Griswold, and the other is our present guest, Jamie Walden. Jamie, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on again, Dave. It's always good to be with you. And I should have mentioned this, too. The guiding light of all his public service is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we here at the Common Sense Show are decidedly Christian, and we do not apologize for that. And uh, Jamie is one of our favorite guests because he promotes those views. And those views are about saving humanity. This isn't selfish and, hey, you got to be on our side. This is about trying to bring as many people to the Lord as possible in these very challenging times that are dominated by hedonism. Uh, Jamie, one thing comes to mind, and I can't think of hardly anybody else that we talk to on a regular basis, maybe you, Doug Thornton, and, um, of course, Bob Griswold, that could address the Red Dawn threat. And, And I say this loosely, but there is a component to Red Dawn threat that's going on right now with military training from our potential adversaries. Let's use this as a starting point to get into the issues of today. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's one of those things that's so easy for people to dismiss, and that's one of the strategic aspects of, you know, military doctrinal planners is that they they take into account the hubris of the nation or or the territory that they'd be invading. You know, it's similar to even, um, you know, whether it was the French with the Maginot Line in World War One or, or actually World War Two or or whether it was with the uh, Rommel, you know, on the uh, the French coast um, defense mechanism saying there's no way that they could ever cross the English Channel with enough forces to start repelling the Nazi regime uh, at the beaches of Normandy. Um, they, they take into account the hubris of the invading army, and that's exactly what's been going on with the United States of America and even our central planners, our joint chiefs and stuff like that is, we are so hubris-laden all the while, truly the Red Dawn scenario isn't, um, it's not some fanciful, you know, Hollywood-eyed, sensationalistic, you know, type of type of scenario. It's actually going down in real time. And most people, because of their normalcy bias and because of the American exceptionalism uh, mentality of nobody would ever dare do that, there's no way they could do it, it's too much land, there's too many oceans to cross. There's no land bridge. You can't deploy that many troops. The logistical assets would be a nightmare. America is a city on a hill with so many defensives and a gun behind every blade of grass. There's no way anybody would do that. But what they don't understand is that it's from the inside out that the Red Dawn scenario has been created. Um, almost, almost, or I'll just say the majority of our elected officials and our corporations and our mainstream media and our strategic asset holdings and our 
major ag companies and our tech companies and everything in between are already a part of the asymmetric warfare. They are bought and paid for. Stand down orders have been given to many of our uh, our generals and our general staff. Um, all the generals who won't stand down will no longer have any weapons. That's strategically why the weapons were left in Afghanistan. One, that was one salvo. The secondary salvo is sending all of our other reserve assets over to Ukraine so that there can be no defense mounted even by the loyal patriotic general staff. So when you take that into account with the fact that we just were strategic oil reserves and had overseas, along with, you know, the farmland being sold off to China, the uh, military heavy lift aircraft airstrip being put in Texas by a retired Chinese general that very few people even remotely opposed and you put that into conjunction with the armor brigades of Chinese troops that are being staged on both the, the northern and the southern border, in particular the northwest region of the U.S. Uh, the Red Dawn scenario isn't, isn't uh, what's the word? It, it's not sensational. It's actually happening in real time. And when it does go down, just like in the Hollywoodized versions of the movie, People will be, they won't even be fearful. That's the thing. Like, I, okay, the Lord's given me three dreams. We've talked about this on the air before. <clears throat> I had three dreams about six years ago before the Chinese threat was even a big deal of a, of, of an instantaneous sudden Chinese invasion over all the major cities in the U.S., in particular coming up through the Columbia River Gorge in the Northwest. And in every single one, just like in the movie Red Dawn, the people were not even fearful. They have no that to be fearful. They looked at the, the the amphibious assault coming, hitting the beaches in the northwest in my dream. They looked at it with with uh, intrigue and and like a childlike delight of as if somebody was putting on a spectacle or a show for them. And I think that's exactly what we're going to see coming against our nation. You think it's just going to be a case of normalcy bias then? Yeah, I think that the normalcy bias is even as the the troops are invading the normalcy bias will say that can't be and 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 honestly i think that could be one of the one of the uh secondary objectives you know of the psyop of the demonization of anything coming out of alternative media and so that as reports are coming in about chinese troops or explosions in the san diego harbor or you know like coming up through san diego and then also through the northwest you know oregon washington coastline is that uh, people won't believe it? They won't believe it till they're all the way to the Rockies, you know. And and really, with that, the recent hot mic from those uh, several Chinese generals talking about uh, all the assets that they already have in place with their faint maneuver. With the, I wasn't uh, aware of this. Let's slow down a little bit. Let's develop this thought. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there there was that that recent hot mic with uh, uh, two two Chinese generals openly talking about uh an invasion timeline so this is i who can confirm this right like the the audio has been con- the timeline who knows but they are specifically talking about the 100 uh unmarked cargo ships that, so take this into account with all the ships that are not being allowed in the harbor they said they have 900 900 cargo ships laden with troops with artillery, with armor brigades, with all these different assets, they're talking openly about logistics, right? They're going down like we have we have these units and this unit and this brigade and then this regiment and then these are the assets that we have and the 900 ships and blah blah blah. 
and they're they're going down in great detail this invasion force to hit the U.S. West Coast in Southern California and along with the Puget Sound to penetrate all the way to the Rocky Mountains and then get into a holding mechanism. They were talking openly about how that has been ceded to them. That has been ceded to them. That has been given to them. And that their timeline was November of this year. Was They said they said the ships are loaded. Uh, the marching orders have been gone out. And they, they were talking openly about some of the uh, other detailed logistics that weren't quite prepared yet and uh and it's all been translated and the audio has been vetted as being uh the original source untampered with well, there, and, um, yeah there's there's some collaborating material i can give you one is peter annette who's a really good canadian journalist and who's been persecuted like crazy by the way i just need to ask you is my sound coming through to you okay yeah, it is. Okay, because I've we've had major issues here since we've been away from our studio. But anyway, Peter Annette has documented the existence of almost a quarter of a million Chinese troops in northern uh, British Columbia occupying native land where they have the casinos and where no one really sees them, although they occasionally get seen in other parts of uh, British Columbia. And also, too, you've got AMLO, who uh, was one time on board with Trump, now very much has joined with the Chinese like the most of Latin America has, and he's actually proposing a uh, conference in which all of Latin America, North America, Central America, South America, becomes uh, the Western Hemisphere like the European Union and of course that would fall to China because China is dominating uh, Canada and is dominating all but three South and Central American countries so I, I think you're right on the money but let me give you one more thing you said the magic month November for this Chinese plan that was overheard um, I just covered this with Bob Griswold in, a, in an interview uh, six weeks ago on Fox News, I saw this with my own eyes, there's no taking it back, Nancy Pelosi said, if we lose the midterm election, meaning the Democrats, we won't honor the results because the Republicans will destroy democracy. She's basically saying you'll have to physically remove us from power. On the same day, I made a discovery. The Democrats who are in the House and Senate belong to something called the DCCC, and that's a fundraising arm of the Democratic Party, and it's derived from dues paid by sitting members in Congress. Well, the top 55 Democrats had yet to donate to this firm, um, and uh, and it's amazing to me because they use the money to win close races by shifting it around. Ocasio Cortez, the rest of the gang, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Adam Schiff, the top 55 Democrats had not donated, and I've came to the conclusion when I discovered this six weeks ago, I don't think there's going to be an election. What do they know that we don't? And when you just said November, we might have an answer to that question. Yeah, you know, I never even connected that dot. And it's interesting, too, from from a military standpoint, <clears throat> I, you know, you would never, you would never enter into a wintertime offensive, right? You just don't. So, you even even with Russian military, some of these more northern hemisphere type militaries that are used to operate in harsh environments, 
you just can't because of your logistics supply chains can't keep up and the brittleness of the metal even on your mechanized armaments and and even the battle with different uh air assets and stuff like that they just don't work and uh you know russia are the germans found that out the hard way when they tried to you know open up the eastern front and start pushing towards russia middle of winter and they got bogged down about 600,000 of them were killed uh, very quickly we at the common sense show have a great tv show we bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in because what once was coming is no longer coming it's already here and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future you can find us at the common sense show.tv commercial free censorship free and we're getting five star ratings on the world's major platforms again check us out today at the common sense show.tv Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time by the russians who were who are over overtly outgunned so anyways i say all that to say is that that i could never conceptualize when i started hearing about that um like nobody nobody would do a an offensive action in the wintertime however when the caveat came out that it would be through Southern California and the Northwest up through the Puget Sound, Columbia River Gorge area, and they would take a ceded territory from Governor Newsom and, uh, and other sellouts all the way to the Rocky Mountain, the Western Slope, then it, all of a sudden it made sense because that is temperate weather all year round all the way to the Western Slope. So they actually could come in in a, in a 
winter offensive occupy all that land that's been ceded to them while the rest of the United States of America, right, from, from the Rocky Mountain Range to Eastern Slope eastward is bogged down with winter and their strategic oil reserves have been uh, taken away. The supply chain has collapsed. The military is uh, ha- being trained how to take showers with trannies right now, right? Um, all of our assets are being sold out overseas. And most of our, our inland, our um, central bonus leadership is sold off to China as well, too. They're not going to push back. So you see, you see like every little detail about what's going on since the inception of the coronavirus, which we know from, from the Chinese military command that they openly speak about how the Wuhan virus was the first salvo of a, of a biological weapon against the West to soften our critical infrastructure interiorly. We know that Shenzhen, one of the primary um, uh, manufacturing uh Districts in China. I couldn't think of the right word for it. One of the, one of the primary manufacturing districts in China. They they were put in lockdown strategically to overhaul all their manufacturing for a wartime economy. This is this is all open source information, and they are openly preparing for this red dawn invasion. And our own government has openly been preparing the ground and softening. Every single aspect of America's critical infrastructure for this for this domestic. Jamie, let me ask you this question: How does the shipping of oil to China, our reserve oil, how does this impact our ability to fight a war against a domestic invasion? Yeah, so I, I can speak from this firsthand. Most people don't understand that every single aspect of a militaristic machine is only centered on logistics. It's all logistics. It has nothing to do with your fighting men. It has very little to do with your bullets and bombs. It's all logistics. Uh, coming from the Marine Corps Infantry, there was they they told us there was eighteen to one. There's eighteen uh, logistics-based Marines for every one of us guys that's a trigger puller. Um, even specifically for us on the march to Baghdad, I was over there in 03 for the march to Baghdad. We had to have holding positions because we outrun our fuel supply chains. So everything actually centers around mobility. I was talking about this, uh, or actually we were talking about this together. That's right with Kim, Kim Eater on her show there out of San Diego the other day, but how mobility is the central concept to every aspect of a, uh, of a war machine of ability to either operate offensively or defensively is mobility. Mobility is only centered around fossil fuels. So that's why the selling of our strategic reserves overseas is a big deal. And that's why the selling of all, I can say that dogmatically, all of our reserve armaments and missiles systems and, and our higher-end um, rocket-propelled artillery systems, even our aircraft or surveillance systems have all been shipped overseas. So there's nothing here to defend America even by the patriotic generals that will not abide by the stand-down order. Hence the Ukraine Trojan horse. Exactly. And that's all Ukraine has been about. Well, I mean, multiple layers, right? We know about the 28, you know, different bioweapons labs and the Hunter Biden laptop being out of Ukraine. And Ukraine is the central hub of all the child sex trafficking of the Western elite is all out of Ukraine. That's Ukraine is, that's what's going on in Ukraine. But from the U.S.'s uh, perspective, it, it created the perfect opportunity. Well, they created the opportunity 
to offload all of our our um, reserve arsenals domestically and get them out of country so that nobody can stand up against the invading force. Seeing all this has been agreed upon by our elected officials with the Chinese leadership. And you know what I've discovered through the work I did on voter fraud is take George Soros out of it. He was a big factor in the local politicians, but I'm shocked at how far down the communist Chinese have gone to influence. In Arizona, it reached into the Maricopa County Board of uh, Commissioners. Uh, it also affected the governor at a higher position, the Secretary of State, uh, and certain legislators. So when I look at this, I'm just saying the invasion has been complete. They've even taken it not just to Congress with people like Swalwell and Pelosi and so forth. They've taken it down to the local level of politics and individual states. Yeah, and, and I think, again, that's something that people have a hard time conceptualizing. I mean, when you get down to the local politic level and they're being paid for by um, Chinese you know, infiltrators and Chinese money to vote certain ways or to do certain things. I mean, the whole election fiasco, again, was asymmetric warfare by China. But China doesn't, it, it, America is so corrupt, so perverse, so reprobate, you can't, you can't drink adrenochrome and, and, uh, you know, sexualize children and not be a reprobate freak show that's willing to do anything for, you know, for the fix of the day. They count on the licentiousness and the, and the perversity and the seared mind of the American politician all the way to the local level. They'll do anything for power, for greed, and for pleasure. Uh, it's very easy for them to have bought off all these different people. They're not, we're not talking high price tags. We're talking, you know, there's been a lot of these, uh, uh, amazing, like, fiscal investigators that have followed all the different trails. You're talking about things so simple as like a $10,000 bribe. Like a $10,000 is chump change, right? To these, uh, to these major, um, you know, complex, covert, you know, type of espionage actions. So it's, it's our, you know, we, we've seen the, the professors from MIT, from all of our Ivy League schools be connected to Chinese, um, money, right? Ch- Chinese intelligence community money. We've seen the heads of our corporations connected to Chinese intelligence money. We see the farmers, the big ag companies, right? These big conglomerate monopolized, uh, they're bought off by China. And so like they own our food, they own our mineral rights, they own the parks, they own the Grand Canyon. They, they were talking about mocking how they were going to rename it Mal Canyon. Obama literally sold the Grand Canyon to China for collateral on our debt. And I think for a, some insanely pathetic price tag of $20 billion, like $20 billion for, for our Grand Canyon. Think of, the, think of the value contained within that massive swath of land. Uh, Chinese, China owns a, enough farmland domestically to cover the whole state of Mississippi and Louisiana combined. China owns Manhattan Island. China owns so much of the U.S. because it has all been paid for, and they have been promised by our elected officials that at the appointed time when America is divided enough and our infrastructure is reduced enough and and our military has been reduced enough that they can come in and, and, uh, and occupy what is already theirs. 
So they're, they actually don't have to take anything. They just are coming in to manage what has already been given to them. It is incredible what they can pull off. If they do this Red Dawn aspect, what would you look uh, for in terms of occupation forces? What would their behavior towards the American public be? Oh, man, it would be vile beyond comprehension. Again, I don't think we have the stomach for it. Um, we don't understand even what Japan and China were going through, you know, in the in the mid-30s and late-30s and, and the, uh, the war atrocities that are occurring. What people don't understand, too, is that um, China has a very unique xenocentric philosophy uh, within their military and their yeah. command structure. Right, racist. That goes, racist. Let's call it yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. It goes, it, it, I would say, and I, I don't think this is hyperbole, but I would say that it's three times more developed than um, the Nazi regime with the Ubermensch. You know, it's they, interesting. Uh, it's interesting you say that. I, I want to interject this because I want to validate what you're saying. This is not an opinion you're offering. We Fang and the last two defense ministers of China are on record as saying the mistake that the Japanese and particularly the Germans made is they weren't brutal enough. And they talked, a, they talked about diversity being the downfall of the United States, and uh, they, they were promoting very much xenophobic views. You are right on the money because they put it in writing. Yeah, and, and what they say is that, that you know, they're descendants of the great right dragon, right? We, we all know who the dragon is from a biblical worldview. They say they are descendants of a very unique bloodline from the dragon. That's why all the dragon imagery all over China and that it is their divine right to rule and reign over all humanity, that they are the seed of the serpent. They are the seed of the dragon and that all other, um, all other races or all other uh, genetic genotypes are inferior and they must eradicate them so china has china has been strategically being trained their military has been trained for wholesale slaughter of the u.s i mean of americans and they are not interested in cohabitation and co-occupancy bingo Bingo. they they have been i mean again and people go oh this is sensational no it's not sensational you have to read what they write and you have to read the translations, the Chinese to English translations, about what's openly. They don't hide it. They they talk about it at their uh, at their military ceremonies. They they brag. They they're very braggadocious about their concept and their um, xenocentric worldview. And they are openly. This is why all the hot. It's not a hot mic. They just don't care because they've been given assurances by our government that they will stand down. The government will stand down. The military will stand down. You come in and you do what you do, because we're you we're 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 bought by you. We we owe it to you. And so when they come in, their posture will not be sanitized like an American occupied uh, France during World War II. It will not be sanitized. It will look like what was going on on the Eastern Front with the Russians and the Germans. It will look like what was going on in. Uh, mainland China with the Japanese brutality and wholesale slaughter of civilians beyond comprehension it's genocide they are openly teaching genocide of all Americans if you encounter yeah. one you shoot them in the face that's, they, that's the simplicity of their doctrine Wee Fang's document that went so far and he wrote this in 2017 as far as we know his document says 
we will spare the 14 million ethnic Chinese living in America, even if they're American citizens. We will exterminate everybody else because we're not interested. And the word he used was co-occupancy. He oh, said, well, "There you go." He said they only wanted to have America for its resources, and they're prepared to unleash 300 million colonists to occupy the country. Yeah, and and I, I've I've read through those documents too from Wee Feng, and and they are or they are planning to bring in their different ag experts and their farmers from China and start working the land and just take over all the farmland in Central America after they gain that beachhead from uh, the west, from the west coast all the way to the Rocky Mountain Range. And then they plan on literally using America strategically to feed their people. And here's here's the thing that's going on in China is most people don't understand is their economy is in as much ruination, if not more, than the U.S. economy. And the thing is, is with their population and the, the nature of a, a Maoist, communist type of dictator rulership over the people is the people are beginning to get increasingly hungry they cannot feed your pe- their people exactly if you cannot feed people they will all it always leads to an uprising and to a coup a coup d'etat and an overthrow of the pre-existing order so that's why the chinese leadership which is maoist in origin obviously communist in in um in every single detail of its nature they must provide food for their people because no matter how hard, harsh, and domineering they are, you can't compete with a small minority against almost 2 billion uh, people population who's hungry in China. So everything is centered around feeding their people to quell rebellion, and that's what the U.S. has sold out for. It's interesting, too. I've had people suggest to me that Facebook, one of the reasons Facebook exists, is to give the Chinese female bait. Since they have killed so many um, female offspring that there's a woman shortage in China. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. And so they want to feast on American women, and they're wetting their appetite through Facebook uh, photos and accounts. Have you heard anything about this? Yeah, I've heard that as well, too. You know, it's not something that necessarily you could, you know, I could substantiate. I mean, it's it's just uh, kind of hearing through the grapevine, and, and that the, the Chinese troops and even the civilians that would come over and be a part of this colonization, let's call it what it is, the colonization of America, that because of their one-child policy and their infanticide, women over there is that I think it's I think it's like an eight to one ratio. It's eight men to every one woman, and that the men are um, they're losing their minds literally. <laughs> they're sexually frustrated. Let's put it that way, right? And uh, so that the troops and a lot of the civilians that would be part of the colonization force have been promised that they can have their pick of the American women. Yeah, the, Ro- the Roman con- legions. Con-key. The Roman legions uh, were also <laughs> deprived sexually. They were isolated, and when they conquered uh, certain groups, 
they uh, abused their women, and then they put them to death so they'd be hungry to go on to the next conquest. Yeah, yep. And I mean, and that's again with without having the proper worldview and the macro worldview, even even of the historicity of how these things play out, um, it's easy to be myopic and miss the details that are right in plain sight and that they're all talking about. So again. The context is everything. The context for every little detail for about the last five years. Actually, let's go back to the beginning of the Obama administration. Every detail about what has happened has been leading up to this event. None of it has happened in a vacuum. Uh, the, the From the Ferguson riots to the January 6th stuff to what's going on with the shooting at, at the July 4th parade, all the MK Ultra, you know, stuff going on in between, plus geopolitically, politically, geostrategically, and economically, all of it, including the, the entire pandemic, is about a kinetic invasion of the U.S. mainland. Every detail of it is. That's really interesting. Ta- talk about the drills going on in the Caribbean that uh, are part of a potential Red Dawn. Yeah, so this is this is something that we do within the U.S. military. Obviously, we always have war games. War games are just a very pleasant, open language that every leader and every military strategist in the world knows is a, uh, a moniker for pre-positioning of troops. So everybody knows that. Whenever you say, "Oh, there's a you know a RIMPAC you know naval exercise here," or "There's a whatever in the South China Sea exercise," or "There's an exercise in the Black Sea," or you know all these things. Um, it, those are always the the very nice common language used in the in the political realms to preposition troops. So it just so happens that in August, which is three weeks away, in August, Russia, China, Iran, Venezuela are all hosting um, a coalition war game in the Caribbean and in Central and South America. They are pre-positioning troops. Most people don't know that Venezuela is, there's already Russian uh, strategic nuclear bombers that are, are, are placed in Venezuela. You've done seminal work on this, Dave, identifying the, the different uh, training facilities for a lot of Middle Eastern groups that are eight miles across our Mexican border. That right. would be the Hamas, Hez, that's the Hamas-Hezbollah contingent and the Quds Force from Iran that they're, they are not only Right, eight miles across the Mexican border, but they're obviously infiltrated. This is what was going on with the uh, with the border crisis. Um, they were saying that one out of every three, uh, you know, Hispanic individuals that were coming across were actually being misidentified. They were they were Middle Eastern, right? So, like, this stuff is going on in real time. But this this um, train quote unquote training exercise of China, Iran, and Venezuela, and other Central uh, um, and South American contingencies is pre-positioning of troops and assets for a kinetic invasion. So that's going on in August. Like, there's no way around it. That's just what's happening. This is why this Brazilian election is so important, because Bolsonaro's a throwback to Trump, and he's a nationalist, and he's anti-China. And he's being opposed by communists. And uh, if Brazil falls, that's the last major resistance to communist takeover of South and Central America. And that would make a hell of a force to come north. 
Yeah, and you think about the the Caribbean contingent. So I don't I don't know if you remember. I I'm trying to think if it was two or three months, but we mu- we moved our entire. Um, I can't remember exactly which fleet it was. One of our one of our fleets all into the Caribbean, off the coast of the Dominican Republic. The Dominican Republic, which I lived in the Dominican Republic, I was missionary down there for several years. So I, I lived in the DR. And um, most people don't know that the DR is actually like a proxy U.S. state. It'd be similar to Puerto Rico. It just hasn't been formalized. Uh, we've had Marines positioned there for a while. We've actually had amphibious landings on the island of the Dominican Republic that most people aren't aware about. But <clears throat> I say all that to say that because the buildup in Cuba of Russian and Chinese troops, the buildup in Venezuela of Russian and Chinese troops, and the buildup of Russian and Chinese troops on several other Caribbean islands is an island hopping campaign, not unlike what we did in the uh, in the Pacific, in order to get to within strategic bombing range of Tokyo and uh, and the manufacturing infrastructure of Japan during World War II. So they are actually doing that in real time. Here's the caveat: they're being out to do it. Nobody is stopping them. Not not our. I, and there are loyal, patriotic U.S. generals and, and admirals and across the different branches that are openly warning about what's going on about and about the vulnerabilities that, are, that they are being commanded to make against the U.S. mainland and against our troops for the next great war. Also, um, we can't forget, the, I don't remember, it's probably a year ago now, I have a hard time keeping everything in track, but there was this quote-unquote cruise ship that sunk in the Caribbean right off the coast of Venezuela. Uh, well, the intel that came out on that was that it was actually carrying ship full of Chinese troops, and it got it, and it had an encounter with a military ship and sunk right off the coast of Venezuela. That was just a year ago. So there is this real tit for tat going on in real time. And this military buildup, brazenly, that now they are openly saying we are conducting war games right in your backyard, and we are positioning all of our assets for that invasion. Uh, <laughs> this is really overwhelming because it's really on this show. It's probably the most complete presentation of what's to come. Okay, now we've covered the Western United States, and I still think there's unfinished business there. But what about? Uh, east of the Rockies, what's going to happen there? Yeah, that's that's hard to know. You know, I, I don't, I, I couldn't really speak to that other than well, obviously you've you've um, been at the forefront of speaking to this as well too. Is just the uh, like the Grid X two drills and uh, and some of the other different military operations that have been conducted over the last ten or twelve years, wherein basically we have brought in all these uh, Chinese and Russian, you know, top-tier intelligence agency assets and taught them how to not only take down the American grid, but also bring it back online. So they they basically, from the inside out, I honestly, and this goes from a biblical worldview, I don't think a shot will be fired. Honestly, I don't think a shot will ever be fired anywhere across the whole U.S. I think it has been so seeded to the Chinese because of being such a reprobate nation that we are given over to judgment by God 
and it's through a biblical view. It speaks multiple times about in that day the battle cry, the battle trumpet will be sounded, and nobody will come out to fight. In that day, listen to how detailed God's judgment is on wicked nations. It says, "In that day, all your fighting men will be like women." So, there's no other military on the face of the earth that has a reprobate freak show trannyized military than the U.S. military. It literally says, in that day, your fighting men will be like women. It says, in that day, like, your, the, the, your command structure is going to break down. And that day, suddenly, in a single day, and a single hour, suddenly, destruction will befall you. And, and basically, there's going to be no fight. And I honestly think that from an organized standpoint, organized uh, opposition, that there will be no fight. There won't be a shot fired. Interesting, and and I, I, I'm going to reflect back on one thing I remember seeing after the debacle in Afghanistan. General Milley was testifying before the Senate, and uh, you know I'm going to take this out of context because I don't remember the question he was asked, but he said this very clearly: if we were going to attack China, he would notify his Chinese counterpart. And I was going, whoa, whoa, am I the only one that sees treason here? That this compromises mm-hmm. American service lives? But that I look back on it now, and in light of how we're approaching this, he already has capitulated. In other yeah. words, he's giving he's going to give over the military and tell them to stand down. Yep, and and that's why the armament reserves with Afghanistan and Ukraine are. That's why that's happening is so that those who will not stand down have nothing to fight with. That's what it's all about, and and again, all that has been it's like like the pro, I could just I can picture speculate of the back the backroom meetings with the Chinese officials, you know, trying to assure them like no for real they're, they're, you're you're not going to have a wholesale slaughter by all these Americans. Don't worry, we're going to do a hard push for the guns before they come here. We'll spin back up the false flag. Notice there wasn't any uh, any mass casualty incidents under Trump. Isn't that interesting? Then as soon as a Democrat gets in office, they're like, spin it back up. We got to get the guns. Yeah. The reason why they have to get the guns is not because they're fearful of American populace pushing back. They know we are so, we are so enslaved by pharmaceuticals and by mass media. We're so pacified that there will never be a, an organized uprising against the wicked government. They're not worried about the American populace rising up against them. They are worried about offending their Chinese owners and having an American populace shooting from every window and behind every blade of grass, like they say, when they do their, their land invasion. It's about protecting their their contractual agreement with their Chinese infiltrators. Yeah, oh, that's a really good observation, and I could not agree with you more on this. Uh, because China, on several occasions, from Beijing, has told America, you better do gun control, you better do gun control. And I've often said, I said, they, they don't care about violence in American streets. It actually benefits them if we're destabilized. But I said, on the other side of the coin, if they're going to come here and fight us, they need the guns to be gone. Yep, that's what it's all about. It's it's like, hey, how are you guys doing on that Second Amendment thing? Hey, what are you guys doing with that Second Amendment thing? Hey, did you dry up your ammo supplies? Remember, under Obama, he shut down the last uh, uh, lead smelting plant for uh, munitions? There is none. Did you know that all of our lead for our munitions comes from China? Like, this is insane, right? So, again, I tell people, this has been going on. This hasn't happened in the last year 
this is they have been preparing for a kinetic ground invasion for almost 15 years now this has been going on so this is the drying up of the animal supply they don't care if you have guns if you don't have anything to shoot out of it this is they they know like they're not stupid these are they have ai algorithms that tell them every little detail to make quantum computing they literally have like pre-crime you know minority report type of technologies they don't have to wonder how things are going to happen or what's going to happen they already know in advance but they know that they that the second amendment thing is a it's a red herring argument i mean they know they're never going to get the guns it's just a constant pressure but what they've been doing is drying up the ammo supply all along and what they've also been doing is creating a high-end algorithm-based dossier for the Chinese for when they come in. They don't... They, this is what the West Virginia rally was all about. People don't understand that there was drones at 45,000 feet over West Virginia when everybody showed up with their AR strapped on, just pulling biometrics. That's all it was, was a giant... Bat. Who's going to be at the front? Who's going to be... Who is actually willing to stand up? Like, they will actually wear their, their AR and go to the Capitol building. That's all they're trying to do is constantly draw out who are the leaders, who are the leaders, who are the leaders, who could organize, who could lead, who could rally, who's well-trained, who's going... And, and their algorithms are constantly pulling biometric. That was one of the purposes of January 6th rally, which I was at, was to pull biometrics. It's all about biometrics, creating these very particular dossiers for the Chinese. So when they go in, Jade Helm, you know, with their... The Jayhound exercises, although they they've been they've been doing it with our our um, our uh, special operations command in CONUS with our own troops, it is preparing for the very pinpoint strategic roundup of individuals who would have any form of organizational or leadership capabilities. That would, that would also that would include people like you and me and Doug Thornton and Steve Quayle and yeah, Doug Hagman and yeah yep. yeah exactly uh, the, the, this is where I was made privy to a list uh, by um, a teenage friend of mine who had served in government as a liberal and he told me he warned me he says you're on a list Dave and he says uh, when the invasion comes he said you'll be one of the first targets. And he yeah. went on to list other people on the list. And I've contacted all the people that he told me about, although he would not share the list with me. And he made me promise I would never reveal identity, but his identity, and I won't. But the uh, fact is, is that, that we are being targeted. But what about the military? Uh, to me, the Chinese are, are going to, they're either going to do one of two things. They're going to bring the military in under their auspices and expand their military with American units under Chinese commanders, or they're going to execute all of them. What do you think it'll be? I think our military is a non-entity anymore, and that's hard for me to say coming from Marine Corps infantry. The Marines are the last holdout. I don't say that because I'm biased, although I am highly biased as a Marine. Everybody knows Marines, right? But uh, uh, highly biased as a Marine, but... They are the last holdout, which is why there's been so much effort by the Joint Chiefs to uh, use their progressive wokeism to destroy the Marine Corps. That's why the Marine Corps was selected as the one to try to try to uh, what's the assimilate women into the infantry to reduce their warrior culture, their warrior spirit. That's something that's unique about the Marine Corps is that they haven't necessarily been 
about a uh, like a just uh, an arm of the armed forces that are used for politicization, but the Marine Corps is stand out, and that is uniquely a warrior <coughs> culture. There's a very distinct difference between soldiers and warriors, and so that's why they've been under attack. But as far as the military at large, it's a non-entity. Everybody knows the Air Force is full-on civilian operation, and it's one of the highest occultic communities in the United States. That's true. They worship Satan at the Air Force Academy. Yeah, you're right. Yes. The Air the US Air Force is is a mystery school. That now now the lower level airmen don't know that, but most of the the officer staff and especially within their different there's all kinds of layers of intelligence apparatus within the US Air Force. It's high, high, high occultism. The US Navy has gone so woke and so trannyized and LGBTized that they literally their their fighting effectivity is nullified, and not to mention when you look at the the militaristic superiority of the Chinese weapon systems. I mean, they're five times out in front of us. Same with Russia and China. So, so the only thing, the only reason why America has been able to project power and has had the economic prowess that we've had for the last seventy five years is strategically because of a strong navy. The Navy is central to everything. That's your ability to project power. So that's why the Navy has specifically been nullified. It is neutered, no pun intended, but the Navy is literally neutered. Uh, the Army still has, you know, their strong, um, what would be more of a combat arms role, you know, with obviously their infantry, their different armor brigades and stuff like that. But the same thing with the Army is their willingness to fight has been taken away. They don't have the stomach for a long drug out fight where there's high body count. That has been strategically removed from the American service members uh, training and their mentality and their ethos and their warrior culture and their code of conduct and of honor. All that has been systematically undermined. So same thing, I see the military, the US military being a non-entity. So when you combine the psychological and the cultural aspects of our military currently as it stands. This has all been engineered. It's all been engineered over the last 20 years. Um, when you combine that with a officer corps at the top tier, not the lower, not, not the, not the like 01s to the 05s, but everything above that, when you, when you look at how they've been bought, sold out and they will issue stand down orders, you can see how very quickly the U.S. military will for the most part, be a non-entity. And any of those who would rally, who would stand up, again, I can't stress this enough, there is no weapons. There's no weapons. This is, it's so strategic. Even on, even under normal auspices, before, you know, our $70 billion in arms were left in Afghanistan, before we took uh, over, I think, two-thirds of our armament reserves and shipped them to Ukraine, before all of that, most people don't understand that our U.S. service members do not have access to arms or ammo. You don't. On a military base, they, you don't have access to them. They are nowhere near you. There is quintuple redundancies built in so that nobody can ever access uh, munitions or your arms. There, you could take over a U.S. military base with uh, 50 guys. You could take over a Marine Corps infantry base with about 150 guys, armed guys, because they, they have no access to weapons. And just like a firefighter is not, nothing without his gear and without his truck and a paramedic is nothing without his ambulance and all of his, his meds and 
and all the stuff he needs to implement. And a police officer is nothing without a vehicle to, for the crime. That uh, a war fighter, no matter how equipped and trained and patriotic of a war fighter as he is, he is nothing without logistics and beans, bullets, band aids, and armaments. They're nothing. They're just a, they're the very, just a guy. very, very thing they've taken away. And add in the Chinese social credit to eliminate the First Amendment, which keeps us from organizing by educating our fellow countrymen about what the danger is. At one time, I thought we'd resist through guerrilla warfare. Uh, in fact, I actually wrote an article a long time ago called Can Our M-16s Defeat Their F-16s? And that tells you how dated the article was. But, but uh, I don't think that's possible anymore given this plan. The plan is extermination, and that's how you have to deal with guerrilla warfare. That's the only that thing that stops guerrilla warfare is genocide. Yes. Yep, and, and the big thing, too, about guerrilla warfare is logistics. I always say, you know, amateurs talk tactics, but professionals talk logistics. If you, that's the whole reduction of the supply chain. That's the reduction of our first responders and our hospital staff. All this is a softening. That's always what you attack. And the, the number one thing is, um, is your communications, right? The psychological aspect. We know that all of Hollywood is owned by China. We know that like the top 15 news agencies are owned by China. Everything is already owned by China. So when you take out command and control and you take out critical supply chain, you're, there, there's always going to be a fight, right? I'm not saying that. There's always going to be a fight, uh, and especially in the American psyche. We're not talking about the normal American citizen who is patriotic, who does have a, a, a sense of morality, who does have Judeo-Christian values, whether or not they surrender their life to Christ or not, doesn't matter. They, they are intensely ingrained with some basic Judeo-Christian values. They will fight. There's all that we're talking about when your own government has sold you out. You, it's you're you're fighting an uphill battle. Yeah, I, I, could, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, we only got a couple of minutes left, and I want to blend two things together. One is what's your response going to be, and then I want to give you enough time to talk about your base camp, and we got two minutes to do that. Sure. I, you're asking what my response would be to a Chinese invasion. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, there's obviously I have a background and a skill set that lends itself to being able to operate in that kind of environment, but I also have the prudence to know and understand what that looks like. Like you're no good to anybody if you're dead, right? And especially in the first salvo. So, so if you have, you know, I, I, I travel the country. I teach family emergency preparedness. I do some different tactical training and stuff like that too on the side when I'm not preaching and speaking and stuff like that. But um, it's prudence and shrewdness is what wins the day it's about it's entering into that mentality like the french resistance where literally every single aspect of the french community was in some way related to intelligence gathering against there you the go Nazis. i'm they gonna have to like i'm gonna miserable. have to stop you right there jamie because we're running out of time but very quickly i know that uh you're seeking support for this community you're building which is really terrific and we're going to have you back for a part two so don't feel like we're going to leave this empty-ended i'm going to have you back quickly for a part two but tell people how they can support your efforts to build this special community in colorado and we got we got yeah, well, 20 we got 20 seconds 
sure. You guys can get a hold of me at megadynamics.org or calicobuffalobasecamp.com, and we're trying to establish a network of safe havens across the U.S. for uh, in a time of national emergency that the people of the Lord do have places to go, uh, places of refuge to be provided for and to be in a community where they can seek the power of the Lord to move on their behalf. Uh, the weapons of men, men are, are carnal and they're weak, but we have the yeah. Lord Almighty on our side. So Absolutely. Jamie, we're going to do part two because I want to talk about adaptation, and that's kind of where we're leaving it right here. And uh, when we publish this to our website, we'll put the contact information in there as well because Jamie depends on donations, and he's building something for you and me. Jamie, really, really fascinating, well-prepared stuff. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me on, brother. Take care. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.